0: Greetings, everyone. My name is Peter DeAuger, and I thought, since it's November, it'd be a good idea to give you an update as to where we are with the upcoming podcast. It's scheduled to start January the first, 2020, and the topic, as you know, because you're here, is Y2K and Autobiography. So far, what I've done is I've managed to come up with a list of possible subject titles. This is a work in progress. The first one's pretty much put to bed, and we'll announce some details about that later with some some emails. The first topic is going to be why did it matter? Why did Y2K become the topic of conversation throughout the latter half of the 1990s? What was it about this problem at this time that made it take off? Because quite frankly at some point in the year you couldn't turn on the TV without seeing a news broadcast talking about this problem. Why? What was going on? Inevitably, we have to talk about what the technical problem was, even though some of you know everything you need to know about it because you worked on the project. Some of you are tired of hearing it, and I'm certainly tired of talking about it because I've been talking about this problem for going on now 30 years. I want to talk about some of the solutions that we came up with and what forced us into some of the solutions that we adopted. talk about the project scope wasn't just one organization. It was everything. And why? And how did that work? I want to talk about the people problem that was, quite frankly, the biggest problem in Y2K. It was never discussed that way. We always focused on the technical aspects of the problem, but the problem we were really trying to solve, people like myself and others, was how do we get people to look at a problem, accept that it is a reality, and work on it to fix it, a problem that we are faced with every single day today. With various types of other issues. I want to talk about the communication strategy that was used to basically shoestring, bootstrap a, well, someone with no resources like myself and others to communicate a message to the entire world. How did we do that? We weren't government-funded, the people who were pushing this, the people who were talking about Y2K. There was no government funding, there was no corporate funding, and yet we took the attention of the entire world media for about a decade. How did we do that? What was the strategy? There was some humor in Y2K. We did, we did limerick contests. We did haiku contests. We had all types of humor coming in. There are various humor books written about it. I want to cover off that. I don't know if there's enough information to do a one-hour podcast on the humor aspect, but I think there might be. I want to talk about governments, how governments responded to this when they got on board and how did they approach this. We may even have an interview with one of the leading government officials on this subject. We're going to talk about what happened. We'll discuss the issue with Italy that supposedly did nothing and had no problems. We will address that issue about the notion that some people did nothing and nothing happened and therefore there was no problem. We're going to address that. We'll talk about what we learned, or rather, to put it more accurately, what we could have learned and put to use as we move forward. And the question is, why don't we do that? Why don't we learn from our own experiences? And we'll talk about future issues, other problems on the horizon, and how will we deal with those? So all in all, I'm looking at at least 10 episodes possibly 15, somewhere between 10 and 15, with 10 being the lower end. What's going to be the format for the podcast? First off, the title, you got the title, Y2K and Autobiography. How often is it going to come out? It's going to come out on January the 1st, and then hopefully every two weeks there'll be another episode. I'm not going to carve that in stone. If I delay a little bit and it takes me three weeks to get an episode out, that's life. But my target is every two weeks. The audio portion will be on iTunes and Podbean. That will be free to access. No charge. How am I going to do that? We're going to take a webinar like the one I'm doing right now, the one that you're listening to and watching. We're going to strip out the audio, and that's what's going to go on iTunes. The audio will be free. Now, I'll do this keeping in mind that people will be listening just to the audio without seeing the images I'm putting up. So you'll get most of the information. It will not be totally confusing to you. That's my task, and we'll see how well I do at that. The video part is the part that I'm going to charge for. Why am I going to charge for this? Simply, I've already put three months into this project, and it's going to take me another three months. And when I say I've put three months into it, I mean pretty much, four or five days a week. That's what it's going to take. I'd like it to pay back. I'd like it to pay for itself because I won't be doing anything else when I'm doing this. Here's how it's going to work. I'll take the webinar that I'm doing now, the video and the audio part, and that's going to be placed into a different viewing area. When you go over there, vimeo.com slash on demand y2k, when you go over to that area, you'll be able to rent an individual episode, 4 95 You get to view it for 30 days. You can download an individual episode to your computer and share with a small number of friends. I don't mind that. If you want to commit to purchase the entire series for corporate use, to put into your corporate library, for extended use within your organization, contact me. We'll come to something that's mutually beneficial. Uh, we'll make it reasonable. Second option, subscribe. $8.95 a month, you have access to everything that's up there that month. I will most likely keep the archive up there in perpetuity or until the income from the site doesn't pay the cost of supporting the site. It's that simple. My guess it will be up there for at minimum of a year. The idea is you pay me $8.95 a month, you get access to everything, and what you're really doing in every single one of these is that you're supporting the efforts to put this in record. If you ever worked on Y2K and used the year2000.com website, if you ever met me at a conference, attended a session, this is the way you say, hey, Peter, thank you. To this day, people come up to me at a conference, and they come up, they shake my hand and say, Peter, you don't know me, I worked on Y2K, thank you. Well, this whole podcast series is a thank you to you as well. I want to tell the story so that you don't feel embarrassed putting Y2K on your resume if you worked on the project. And if you weren't around when Y2K was going on, you'll have a good understanding of what this was all about. A minimum of 10 episodes over a period of three to five months. That's the link to where you go to find all of that stuff. And here's my promise. Y2K was controversial. There is no doubt about that. I was at the center of it. There was no doubt about that. I wrote the year 2000, doomsday 2000 article. I ran the year2000.com website, and I was in the eye of that hurricane. Therefore, I am biased. I see it from my perspective. But I will do my best during the podcast to give you as an objective a view of this issue as is humanly possible and if you have questions and stuff you'll send me the questions here's what I might be doing after each episode until we actually start doing this I have no idea how this is gonna work if I get 10 questions after an episode what I'll most probably do is produce a little mini offering where I'll answer each one of those questions and that'll be stored in the subscription area and if you're subscribed you get that as part of your subscription I believe I'll be doing one of those after every session. And they'll be posted up without great fanfare and available to everybody who wants to listen to the questions and hear my answers. That's it. I'm hoping to do this, get this running, January the 1st. That's my plan. And then get it done as quickly as possible. I, like you, would like to put this whole episode behind me because I'm not going to be around for 2100 when it's going to start all over again.